Oh no, the Canadians are coming. Chris, John and Irish Ashley combine to make the ultimate team better than any wet dream. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. John's the CEO and Boomer. Ashley's the real leader. Chris brings the vibes and juices as our enjoyment increases. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. Hello. Oh, hello. Hi, everybody. (laughs) How's it going? Um, Very good. I accidentally muted the starting soon. Uh, But hey, what are you going to do? It's been the longest week. It's been a real year of a week for old John Hastings. Uh, And in the most classic comedian thing, I finally cracked a joke, wrote it down in my notebook, and I've... Left that notebook in Irvine. No. Oh, buddy. But we're okay. The ship is righted. We have our very own. For the this today's edition of the Untitled Switch, we have our own stunt, Ashley. Mm-hmm. And it's an actual Ashley. Ashley Story. How are you, Ashley Story? A.K.A. Gushy Nerdhole. Gushy Nerdhole. Uh, yeah, where did Gushy Nerdhole come from? Because I saw it I, and I went, I know that this is something, but I can't remember what we said. I do quizzes with you and it's the only time I drink and then people come to me and they're like, oh, do you remember that time you told us about that time you fucked a night? And I'm like, no, why did I tell people that? That's a great story. Can you tell us that story again? No, because I'm sober and I wish I'd never said no. it. Out my <laughs> um, but it's nice to know that the Untitled Twitch stream influence uh, spreads beyond our own. That's nice. Of course. Also, Ashley, uh, story, what are you doing on the 15th? We need um, actors for a um, short film we're reading to get backer money here on the stream. This, the movie is called Informant Slut. Uh, Informant Slut. How do you feel about that? You will not be portraying the informant slut. I believe you're a anonymous Russian. Mm. Oh, I can do Russian accent. Oh! Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Made for it. Nailed it. Okay, cool. I'm down for that. Yeah. Okay, nice. Great. Yeah, very yeah. good. Yes. Uh, all stream admin taken care of. How's everyone yeah. else's energy levels? I'm ready to crawl inside a hole and then have that hole be hucked into the ocean. I feel I'm I, a Yeah, I feel good. I've been uh, I went on a nice walk down by the ocean. I'm drinking a, a smoothie. I fucking hate uh, you. I got yeah. a. I... There we go. Ah, oh, isn't that better? Is that better? I hope, I hope his prostate swells up and his piss stream gets thin. <laughs> I was thinking about this earlier, which is I think a really good insult for someone is I hope your fucking shits and your penises are thin from now on. Why would you want to. No, I would like plural? a thin shit. What? Pardon me, what? Why would you want a thin shit? Yeah, I would. No, I'd want a thin shit. No, but have you ever had like a really thin, long shit and it's you can't get any purchase on it, so it just sort of rests in your asshole and you just have to let Whoa. gravity slowly slip it out? I, I had one earlier today. And it was That's a loose caboose out. problem. No, but my boot caboose is shockingly tight. I've had more than one lady trying to work some stuff in there and it's 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 not open for business in the way that, quite frankly, I'd like it to be. That's just nerves. Uh, You're, you got a loose anus. You'd think that. Hang on, let's bring them back. Um, you no, I'm, I'm enjoying nerves. jumping in and out. I like being slave. Right. slave. See you, mate. See you later. Um, oh, but Chris, you, you have to only come in with positive things. You can't jump in with anything negative, only positive things. Acknowledge or I'll kick you out of the group. Acknowledge in the screen, Fuck you little you, fuck. Hastings. Fuck you. Hang on. Hang on. Let me just do this. And oh, I can't kick him. Anyway. Um, so you've got a thin anus. 
No, so tight. I, think I, have a, I might have a loose. I either have. I think I have an exceptionally tight anus, but it still couldn't get any purchase on the thin shit. So I wasn't able to get it out for a while. It took like like a five minutes of just sort of letting it slide out of my ass. Do you this feels like a humble brag. I'm not gonna lie. Does it? <laughs> yeah. I don't think you guys have had thin shits. If you've had a thin shit, you would know it's nothing to brag. You're about. like, oh my god, my hole is so tight. Like that's what it feels like you're doing. <laughs> What's that voice you're doing? Is that a valid girl, but she's from a Scottish yeah. Valley? Yeah. Oh my god! Like my holes are so small. I don't. My like ears this. are no, so small. I don't like this character at all. This character is. Very... <laughs> oh, what's this character? Uh, uh, Scottish Valley girl. What's your name? My name is Small Hole. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh my! It's a traditional Polish name. <laughs> What part of Poland is your family from? Warsaw. <laughs> have you been to visit? Have you gone to see your ancestors? See your ancestral yeah. home? Yeah. How do you feel about Auschwitz, which I, John Hastings, is the only other thing I know about Poland? Backing away, Auschwitz. backing away. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, ruined. ruined Answer up. the question. Answer the question, actually. No. <laughs> you could just easily say it's bad. Uh, it's bad. <laughs> why, did, why did Scottish Valley Girl suddenly become a Southern man? It's bad. Oh it's bad. God. It's bad. It's bad. Like it. It's bad. We. I don't know if we're able to take the truly. Uh, 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 my mind just went blank. Chris, uh, what's you. up? Hey. Uh, <laughs> do you so like Chris, a, How yeah. is your anus? Yeah. Uh, Pretty good. I've been eating pretty healthy, so my shits are uh, uh, brief but powerful. Okay. You know? Yeah. I know you having any problems with women getting up there and the tightness of your hole. No, I I remember I once had uh, uh, I once had a girlfriend who she wanted to do anal, but she wanted like me involved as well. She was like, "This is a we're either both doing it or neither of us are doing it." And I was like, "I agree brought- with her on a you- moral and political level." I totally understand it, but she brought it up. It's not like I was like, hey, let me put it in your butt. And then she worked out this deal. She was like, we're both doing it. And I was like, all right, fair enough. So she had um, she had these like this like anal bead wand. Um, so it was like the 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 bumps and little spaces between, but it was sort of a, a law. It wasn't it wasn't all flippy floppy. You couldn't beat some with it. John in the back. Yes. Okay. Now, did the beads increase in size as you went up the chain? Uh, so they 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 decreased as they went to the tip. So at the handle they were the oh. biggest, and then they went and then they went small. So you smart, start small and they get big. Um, um, actually, sorry, I know you're wondering how many times have we talked about shitting this week on the stream? That's the <laughs> um, and so uh, uh, so she so and it was a vibrating one, Ooh. and so she's like, "Well, I'll, I'll, I'll use this." And I was like, "Fair enough, let's give this a shot." I think I was 20 at the time, and um, so how she got it in, school? and then she was 23. Oh, I thought in your early twenties you were a uh, a cougar hunter. It was it was always older women. It was just the scale changed mm-hmm. a lot. The forty five year olds, they were just immediate post divorce, and so they were like, "You fuck me right now," and I was like, oh, "I can do that, Ashley." Can I request that John puts his beads down when you're talking about anal beads? Because him fingering his little beady bracelet <laughs> while you're doing it is making me uncomfortable. <laughs> Very nice, Tet. Very nice. <laughs> uh, that uh, that request is rejected. But I I will only I will only play with the ones that are not deep brown. The deep Thank you. The, brown <laughs> the pre-insertion. Color, yeah, pre-insertion yeah. continues to be played with. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, so she she got it in, and I was like, this isn't really doing anything for me, but it's weird. And then um, uh, and then the battery stopped. So then I just had just a broken vibrator in my ass, and we both just laughed and took it out. And I think we went and watched a movie. It really it was just like, well, this has been the point of this has been defeated. And well, maybe. Yeah, great uh, question. Exactly the question I want to know. What movie? And the, don't fuck, say you don't, don't remember. Know. What? I don't know. That wasn't the memorable part of the day, John. Patch yes, Adams? It yeah, it was Patch <laughs> Adams. <laughs> <laughs> you nothing fits in me, and he doesn't fit in the world. Patch Adams it is. Um, I watched uh, Bobcat, Goldthwait, and Go uh, Dana Gould's uh, stand-up special, Joyride. This does relate to Patch Adams. Oh, I didn't know, and there I didn't is know just that it was a, out. It's really good. But there is one unnecessary part where Bobcat Goldthwait just tries to correct the record on how people remember Robin Williams. And I understand it because it's his very good friend is being remembered in a way that is inappropriate. Mm -hmm. But it tonally shifts so hard. So it's a cool thing. It's sort of like half road documentary, half them telling stand-up. Okay. And then there's just a part where he's just like, they're in the car and he's like, just talking about Robin Williams and how brutal it is to watch someone with Louis body dementia. Mm. And then they make a, like a butt joke or a penis joke and then move on to the next thing. And it's like, just sort of like, does he not know that Twitter exists? Like he could have gotten this message out another way, or maybe that he's tried that and it hasn't worked that way is the only way I could think, but it was just very like, Ooh. he he has talked about it in the past. He's, he's brought it up in other, because I've seen him talk about it online a few times, but, uh, Oh shit! I'm gonna have to watch that. That's very cool. It is really good. I would highly recommend it. And uh, there's a very funny bit about gun control in there that Ooh. I think is once again I don't understand why we're doing bits about gun control in the U.S. because it's just not going away. There's like the amount. There's like a billion guns in the hands of people in this country. Well, what's gonna fucking happen? I remember seeing Bobcat Goldthwait live at a music festival, and I didn't know what I was expecting. But him telling great jokes and then taking off his pants was not part of it. Is that what he did? I yeah, hope he you go, no, it's not. <laughs> he, told, <laughs> he told he told fantastic jokes. He was so funny. And then by the end he just took his pants off and was just in his uh, loose boxers. No brief, no brief part. Just loosey old man boxers. I thought Officer Zed would have been so a brief man. So funny. I feel like the officer is. Shit stained briefs. But uh so Ashley, how are you doing? I have no idea what you were just talking about. You were saying words, and I was like, "Oh, chill, cool, guns and bobcats." Sweet. Do you know Bob? Do you not know Bobcat Goldthwait? He's the man with the funny voice. He was yes. in an episode of a podcast I listened to once, and he's in Scrooged, and that's about all I know about him. And I know that he directs films now, and that's that. He does, yeah. You that's never saw crazy. Police Academy? Like one, but I I don't trust the police, so I didn't have a lot of fun like watching them jape. Because I remember when I was a child, the police dangled my cousin out of a window for stealing hubcaps and like that, slapped my mum for having guns. So I don't really. Full like, Suge Knight. Yeah. Hang on. Hang the fuck on. You can't dangle someone out the window for a ground crime. You have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to run them over with a car. He, Am I wrong? The policeman, this is a true story. The policeman pressed the buzzer and I was four or five and I answered it. And he said, if I didn't let him in the building, he would put me in jail. And then he ran up the building, grabbed my cousin and held him out of a window on the third story. And then when my dad asked him how he got in, I was like, he threatened to imprison me, father. And the policeman <laughs> called me a liar, but my dad believed me. Yeah. And it caused a big hoo-ha. 
and then I think something happened, but I got put in a room for that, so I don't remember. But nobody was arrested, and the policeman apologized. How old was your cousin? Great he was like question. 14, 15. Wow! 14-year-old wow. out a window. That cop was... That cop is part of a hubcap stealing ring, and he's yeah, mad that or, this kid is honing in on his territory. Or that cop is missing three hubcaps and just went, for fuck's sake! <laughs> um, I don't expect that from Scottish cops. I've had nothing but very nice interaction. I know. Uh, as usual, evil people were very nice to me. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, that sounds like American cop behavior, not lovely, lovely Scottish police. Well, see, I, I guess if they'd had a gun, it would have ended a lot quicker. They had to dangle him out a window That's as a opposed to just yeah. shooting him. But yeah, no, I think it's pretty much the same like vibe, just different tools. Oh, beardy noise. I completely agree. I live in Los Angeles, California, and I saw I fucking cop. I saw a cop put on his sirens. And I'm not 100 percent sure, but I'm pretty sure to get through a drive through faster a couple of days ago. And that just never stops being the worst uh, thing I've ever like done. a McDonald's. I think it was a it was a. Uh, White a, Castle? Uh, it was not a White Castle. Carl's Jr. Wendy's. A&W. A&W is not in the Southern California. Wendy's is totally understandable. Those triple-dicker burgers, they can't be beat. Um, I believe it was some sort of hipsterish coffee shop. A coffee shop with a drive-thru? That's They're hipsters. Yeah, that's, it's LA. Everything here is hipsterish. And has a drive It's a drive city. What do you want from me? Classic beardy noise coming in. Lol, triple, triple dicker. dicker. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Uh, but what I think it is is that just no one's paying attention to the cops again. So now the LAPD is back to being right dicks. Like they, That's we had like. So a, uh, oh yes, your stink fuels us, madam. Top notch. Thank you, but that was a bubbler, and then it felt a bit foamy. Because I can't burp. That's why I fart so much. There's no burp. What? You can't burp? I cannot burp. Can you not, like... No. Uh, uh. <laughs> Try it again. You, you have to force the bubble down first. Nope. Nope, can't do it. Oh, my God. Oh it my sounds God. like you have no idea what it is, though. Because yeah, none like- of those sounds are associated with burp. Okay, so how do you, uh, you make yourself burp? How do you do it? Because I can't do it. So you, you like get the air in burp. your mouth. Yeah, you swallow the air, push it down your chute, and then push it back up again. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> that's just a groan. That's just a groan. Is uh, that how you do it? <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, I can't that's a worry, John. Maybe that's why you're so sickly. I know. Yeah, that's probably why. It's why I'm. <laughs> it's why I'm like, <laughs> a wee pale boy. A wee old pay four foot eleven boy. That's fucking death rattle Hastings. Um, but it's why I have so much ass gas. You know what I'm saying? The fucking it's got to get out of somewhere, and it goes out the other hole. Then it takes its time. It sits in you for an unhealthy oh. length. It probably uh, bloats you out. It's nasty. Get it out of your mouth, bud. Have um, you tried just starting throwing up? Starting there. Just yeah, start, yeah, let's try that. Just start puking. And then rein in the solids and just keep the air. I do that when I get bad wind. Like you just like give yourself a little deep throat, but you just stop before you vomit to get the burp up. It feels like really? a thin line. It feels like a real thin yeah. line. How many times have you accidentally made yourself throw up though? No, I I'm really good at I have a very like bad burp problem. <laughs> so <laughs> 
Like I can I can usually measure it to when I'm gonna burp. I developed I one in the last few years. I've never I never used to burp, but now every time as soon as I've had a beer, bop, bop, bop constantly. Um I don't know what happened to my stomach. It used to be a, such a tough boy. Um, my stomach is still pretty awesome. Like it just does not fuck. You can't like, barp. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, but I can eat anything bad. You want to fucking do this story, huh? Listen, just because I respect you, because you're able to hug your own hair with your butt cheeks, and I think that it's not anymore. Thing. I cut it all off. No, no, what? Why? It had to be done. It was getting poop on the end of it. <laughs> yes! Yes! Scream is over. We retire. Greatest thing that I've ever heard in my life. I was looking like a Mormon sister wife. I saw myself on television and I genuinely looked like I'd escaped a cult in Utah. It yeah, was. You were on the show Big Love. <laughs> John, I think you're on the wrong mic. That's a weird reference. Am I? Yeah, you got you had like full Kimmy Schmidt vibes, just coming out blinking in the daylight. Oh my goodness! Big time. So wait, so it was Would literally you, you saw yourself that. live on television and changed. You were like, I can't look like this anymore. I did the. It was called Mission Accessible, and it was a travel show, and I was like in a graveyard with Rosie Jones, and I saw myself from behind, and my hair. I, it literally looked like a like a person who'd been in a cult, and I felt really bad for myself. Like you weren't a co-host, like you were just a ghost following Rosie yeah. around the <laughs> cemetery. Yeah, I uh, I know somewhat what you mean, and that I appeared on a shot in the middle of covid stand-up show and i was just going through a lot of things and i didn't okay. realize i had put on like stress weight but it's not like like i'm very lucky that if i put on weight it's distributed throughout my body can't really tell this was not it was just in my face and belly and i am wearing way too tight of a shirt and it's like why is it why am i smuggling all this ham on television and you're just like <laughs> i need to throw that shirt away um and i did and felt better ever since I got I got pictures from a show that I did the other day. They had like a professional photographer roaming around, and it it's looks okay. like someone. I look like an overinflated air mattress. Oh, like, uh -huh. like my legs and face look normal, and then my torso just looked like <laughs> just wrong, just a little bit too much. It was very odd. No, my whole body during lockdown just like everything just went up two inches, and it just looked weird. It just looked <laughs> fucking weird, and I was like, "Nope, going to the gym." Yeah, and now I lift things, and I feel better. Nice. Are nice. you doing the, the 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 Fern Brady powerlifting movement? The Jess Foster Q? Oh, I don't know. I used to do this years ago. It's the guy that I went to like six years ago. I just lift heavy shit and he does world's strongest man stuff. So I like pull nice. cars and flip tires and. Sick. Do you do the big like ropes? That. What do yeah, you mean you flip tired? Hate the ropes. I hate them. I've got tiny little hands and it hurts to hold. <laughs> but I do the yoke where it's I want like, you to know. Whew. what? Okay. They they have smaller ropes. No, these yeah, are heavy. He doesn't. Ropes. Oh, he doesn't. Oh, fucking prick. Tell him get a fucking smaller rope. Get a thinner rope. Why does it always seem to come back to like we're talking about your pips and peen? Uh, you, brought, you brought that up. You brought that up, madam. Listen up, graveyard hair. Don't you be throwing things at me when you're throwing things at yourself. I'm trying to help mm. you get your little hands. Oh, no, I'm old graveyard hair. I hang about the graveyard, boys. You want to see my poop locks? Who was um. <laughs> this? Yeah. That's the ghost of a Mormon sister wife. Uh, no, yeah. 
A new character has just walked in on our zany stream. <laughs> How one of those flappers. She's drinking a gin and tonic and she's talking about the suffragettes, whatever. No, they it's are. great. Have you ever had a vote? It's wonderful, yes. Yeah. I don't you know might what be that having is. a breakdown, but I'm having a martini. All right. Yeah, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> That's the voice I got banned from a um, Grand Theft Auto roleplay stream for. Because they Why? said it was racist against the Americans. <laughs> First off, not a race. Cool. Yeah. Good start. Uh, yeah. Famously yeah. problems of race within it. Uh, yeah. Uh, stop discriminating against women from the 30s in our country. That you, they're a race. I was like, oh, I love this Grand Theft Auto. It's a wonderful game. Look at me in my car. Woohoo. And they were like, you, you can't do that. And I was like, I don't want to play in my own voice because I feel very self conscious role playing in my own voice. I have to do it in a voice. And they what were like, other no, voices you can't. Have you also, used no one's ever talked play. like that. No one's ever talked like that no. in real life. That's full radio voice. That's what. No, they would have talked like that. No, apparently that's an accent that they made up in within the movies. I can't remember the whole story, but someone did like a, a deep history into that. Like, hey, what do you say, guy? How's it going? I like the card in your hat here. I'm a journalist. Yeah. Ah, tell me everything you know about the Nazis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> First no on one, the move. Oh, is he going to take Poland? Never, no one will ever tell. Got to stay here with Chamberlain. He's a wise man. Yeah, that. so that yeah. no one ever talked like that. That's like a voice that they created for American entertainment that became the standard american delivery in movies and uh, uh radio for years and it was a uh oh was that it it was so they didn't sound too american or european it was like a transatlantic thing okay cool that's what i said i said it's a transatlantic voice i said it's not an american voice mm. it's a transatlantic radio voice and they were like oh no it's a slippery slope between that and somebody doing a chinese <laughs> voice and i was like no it's not it's not a slippery slope from that to somebody doing a chinese voice that's not how that slope works also, that's not uh, how a hell Gucci. works you could have also come back to them going well, what is a Chinese voice? Because I have a friend who's from China and they sound exactly like me. And then they'd be like, uh, I, goodbye. Like, that's what would have happened. To be fair, Ashley, were you doing the eyes at the time? Oh, yeah, well. No. Are you sure? Are you I'm sure you weren't doing the eyes? You know what I yes. like the most about Not Ashley? Not Gigi that... Hadid. <laughs> Did <laughs> she do the, the eyes? Is, who the yeah. fuck is that? <laughs> who the fuck is Gigi? Did you just ask who the fuck is Gigi Hadid? Yeah, I don't engage with British culture. She's oh, not she, British. She's no, she, American, you plum. Is she, she's like a model? She's loosely related she's, to the Kardashians? The world, nope. She is literally like one of the world's most famous models. She is the daughter of Yolanda, one of the real housewives of Beverly fucking Hills. Oh, she was uh, in a relationship with Zayn Malik, who recently pushed her mother, Yolanda, in an altercation, and now they've broke up. How do you not know this? It's breaking news. I mean, I'm going to need you to spell me her name so I can look up this whole thing, because this sounds like... Gigi, G-I-G-I, -I, Hadid, H-A-D-I-D. <laughs> Oh, first thing that comes up when you put in GI is Gigi Hadid. Show. Yes. Right. What? She's beautiful. And and Zayn Malik was in One BTS? Direction. No. Oh, yes, of course. He broke up with Perry from Little Mix to go out with Gigi Hadid. Oh my god. She gosh. sang this is a shout out to my ex in reference to him. <laughs> I want you to know something right now. Everything yes. you're saying, everything you're saying. Everything you're saying. 
Everything I've never I'm heard seeing. any of those words before in my entire One Direction was the first thing I recognized. Is it because I'm saying it in a Scottish accent? <laughs> no, no, I, I understand most things in a Scottish accent. I'm not a English asshole, so I don't go, oh, you see child lights? I don't understand what you're all young like. Yes, Beard Noise, that's about Zayn Malik. When Perry from Little Mix says in the song, hope she don't fake it like I did, she's talking about faking orgasms with Zayn Malik. Oh, no. Oh, that's rough. Uh, That's almost as good as Toxic's being about uh, Super Vet. What the fuck is Super Vet? Yeah, who's Super Vet? Toxic is not about Super Vet, don't lie. Britney Spears never had an interaction with Supervet, and if you tell me otherwise, I will shit my pants right now, and I'm wearing an expensive onesie. Who is Supervet? What is Supervet? Beardy Noise says it literally is. It it literally is (laughs) about Supervet. I mean, I think I just had a mini stroke. Uh, John, One Direction are like Steely Dan for children. I love it, and I do. You know what's worrying? We're the same age. I know. When we were just That's... into different bits, <laughs> but of Ashley, if you if you were to bring up, say, the JFK assassination, he would have equal amounts of enthusiasm uh, for all the bit players within yeah, you, that. It's it's just different. Fun? That's you all. would think that I would think Lee Harvey Oswald was a shooter. I don't actually believe. I believe the official narrative because I think that they planted the conspiracy theory as a distraction. Yeah, fucking who? Super Vet was a reality show about a vet who was really good at being a vet. No, fuck off! You got to be kidding me! It's about a veterinarian. Britney Spears fucked a veterinarian. I thought it was at least about a veteran. Okay. I need to look this up. Toxic. Super vet. Super vet. No, Fitzpatrick is reportedly the man behind Britney Spears. Toxic. Holy shit. Read this whole article to me now. Holy God. Fuck. Beardy noise. Holy fuck. Ashley, make good on your fucking promise. That expensive onesie is about to be soiled. <laughs> soiled. My Savage X Fenty onesie is ruined. That's £95 down the drain, motherfuckers. Yeah. Britney Spears' song Toxic is an undisputed pop classic known for its addictive beat and for its star's brief foray into air hostessing. But according to Pop Bitch, the 2003 tune, which includes lyrics like A guy like you should wear a warning, could well have been inspired by a very unexpected figure. Channel 4's super vet, Noel Fitzpatrick. Okay, but apparently, so I'm reading, I'm reading a thing here about it where so that's it's, it was inspired by the writer or like co-writer Kathy Dennis who had dated mm-hmm, Britney mm-hmm, didn't mm-hmm. date him. No, because Britney dated. wouldn't have been allowed out her house without her dad's yeah. permission. Yeah, Britney was in a cage making this motion with a cup while the song Britney was had being a, sh- a shock collar on, that's and anything right, she, she wouldn't need a man, she got jabbed yeah. by Papa also, Spears. And I and I mean this the biggest shock of my entire lifetime. Kevin Federline, an excellent father. Yeah. Like, do you Pretty understand? Surprising. Like, that you could have bet a billion dollars, like in 2002. That guy, great dad, does nothing. Who did no one? No idea. Also, uh, biggest, uh, best uh, wrestling heel of all time. Showed up for one episode of WWF Raw. No one has ever been more disliked more by that fan base because wrestling is just incels that didn't have a name. Uh, name yet and they were like he took the girl we all loved kill him kill him <laughs> um, John is I... that a raised X on your hat 
Yes. It's, it's a uh, it's a patch that I'm slowly gluing to this hat, but the, okay. the sides are not glued yet. Okay, gotcha. Is, Is sorry, that in reference to your Got Talent appearance? No, I just wanted something on this hat, and then I saw a tie-dyed X patch, and I went, that's fun. But is that not the thing they press when they don't like you? They in that program you were in? When I did it. So, so you want people to not. think, it, no, it's a, sub, it's a subliminal message so that people go, oh, that's that guy from Got Talent. <laughs> I mean, I wish I had that kind of forethought. I mostly, I would just wear a giant American flag shirt and be like, huh? I'm here. <laughs> I got talent. Yeah. Uh, Ashley, thoughts on this? Beardy Noise says, I love that Brittany's boyfriend, brackets maybe husband, is basically a gay man. He just posts shirtless photos and talks about how much he loves Britney Spears. I think that's fine. I think if if she wants to be, I think the safest place for her would be with a gay man because it's the gay community who spearheaded the Free Britney movement. Yeah. And I think that it would be a very safe environment for Britney to be right now is with maybe, maybe somebody by who doesn't need all of her affection and all of her attention constantly and is just there to love her. So I'm very chill with that. I think that Brittany needs that just now. I have nothing but love and respect for Brittany. I especially loved her Halloween costume, which was a dead woman who'd been murdered after coming home from drinks with her friends and was found the next day by her neighbour and her death still remains a mystery. That was the entire name of her costume. So specific. Jesus yeah. Christ. I need to see a picture of this. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. In 2018, I moved to Los Angeles, California. <laughs> Look it up. That Within... was literally the title of our costume. Within two weeks, they had a show called The Sauce Show at a pizza hut or a pizza mm -hmm. restaurant. A woman who, one of the people that books is a woman named Babs. And I said right then, I went, here's one thing I know about Babs. In no way will she start a podcast, which is what coined the hashtag Free Britney. In no way will that be possible. And then look at me four years later, two years later, I was shocked when I can literally be like, oh my God, I have the email and phone number of the woman who started hashtag Free Britney. Blew my is goddamn mind. Babs, the woman who worked on Will and Grace. No, Babs ha and uh, another LA comedian had a podcast about Britney Spears' tw uh, Instagram. Okay, and okay. they were the ones that slowly were the like, "Wait a minute, I think were... she's sending us <clears throat> messages." She was, she was, and yeah. on Instagram, she literally worried. People said in the comments, "Britney, if something's fucking going on, wear yellow." Next Instagram post, next Instagram post, she's wearing yellow. They were like, "Okay, that can't be a coincidence. Wear wow. blue in your next picture if you are in danger." Next picture, she's wearing a blue dress. Like she was sending us blinky messages of "Save me, save me, my dad's got me enslaved." Jesus Christ. Because every now and then something like that would pop up through my Twitter feed and it would be like, Brittany's sending messages through Instagram. And I was like, I feel like I've heard this story before. Uh, but I haven't. That's fucking wild. So, Did you so not fucking know any wild. of this? I mean, I knew I knew about the conservatorship and things like that. It was the messages through the Instagram. I thought that felt like it was they were digging a little. They were looking for things that weren't necessarily there. But I didn't realize that they were like, if X, then Y. And then she would Y. That's crazy. What I always found so crazy is watching that Britney Spears documentary where they go through her actual, like, the time where she was driven mad by the world. I was like, good God. She's 20, like, two. She's had two kids, and she's just trying to go out for a cocktail with friends, and everyone's like, what a bad mother and also a whore. Fuck you, Britney. That was one the of the new. weird times where South Park was, like, 
I mean, they do this semi-regularly, I guess, but they were like a champion of her because they had that episode where she sort of lost her mind and the kids were just like, leave her alone. Why are you treating her like this? And then her dad, her dad was like, every 10 years, we have to pick a celebrity that we just bully to death. It's yeah. just how it's how we live. Sorry, son. Do you not think it's also like wild that if a woman cuts her hair in pop culture, then that's like a sign of her mental illness. But like if, if a man shaves his head, then it's just because he's going bald and he can't cope with it. But if a woman shaves her head, it's like, oh, she must be having a nervous breakdown. Sometimes your head gets hot. Well, there's also, like, I mean, we in movies, that's how they let us know that time has passed, is that yeah. women have different hair. And so <laughs> I, think, I think we've been trained to think that every change in a woman's hair sig signifies a huge life change. And oh, no, only, boss, it's only, short. The only bald woman in popular culture at the time was Sinead O'Connor, and she ripped up a picture of the Pope on the TV. Yeah, but she was right. The Pope was a peed. She was totally right, but we didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get Pope? the Pope is a peed merch, please, everybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Ashley, where is your Pope is a peed uh, tote bags? I would really love one. You know, Easter is coming up. It's just around the corner. I've got some very cool merch coming out for Christmas um, that for men going to their office parties that says a kilt is not consent because so many men get groped wearing kilts. Yep. Nice. I nice. have some idea for some merch, which is um, 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 uh, jumper cables for car batteries, mm -hmm. uh, which is my Twitter on them. Or do you guys know what toaster covers are? I found this out yesterday. Is that like a tea cozy? Okay. Americans <clears throat> have tea coat. Thank you, Ashley. You're welcome. Have tea cozies for their toasters. Why? These issues are fucking ideas. Why? Yeah. They are, I, I, I said the exact same thing, and they're like, well, I don't know. And then I went, because I said the same thing. I'm like, it's a tea cozy? Like a tea cozy? And they were like, what the fuck is a tea cozy? And I was like, what? The no, fuck no, hold on a second. Your toaster is naturally heating from the innard. Yes, your that's correct. Your teapot cools. Like, tea covering your teapot with a cover makes sense because you want to insulate it and keep the heat in. But your toaster has an internal heating system. Yeah. I went through all of this. I was on a two-hour car ride to Irvine yesterday, and this was exactly my point. And they went, yeah, but the toaster is, uh, like, it's not the nicest-looking thing. So why sometimes you cover it. That's what I thought. And then I yeah. said, who the fuck is walking up and inspecting the innards of your toaster? If that person comes up and is like, a lot of crumbs in the toaster, this is what I say. Get the fuck out of my house. Get the fuck out. Dude, what are you doing? Yeah, thank Leave. You. Yeah. Fucking, oi, shit hair to the graveyard. That's what I say. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it seems it seems like the kind of the kind of detail that you do when like you're avoiding your actual life and you're yes. just like all right what can i that toaster is unsightly that exactly. color does not it's match like, the scheme i'm going to the store to get a cozy this is now the most important thing in my life i, mean, I don't like that at all works. i'm upset by all of this why are you ashamed of your toaster let's not toast our shame I agree completely. Uh, also, toaster, the most essential of all the cooking items in the uh, kitchen after stove and fridge. Uh, no. Ireland has... Yes. What no. comes after that? No, the most... An air fryer is like top. Air utensil. fryer? Madam. Yes, baby. Oh, you haven't lived. John Hastings. Maybe I haven't. <laughs> Does everything. I said oven. Um, after oven and fridge. It doesn't do everything. Does it make tea? I bet you I could. I bet you I could make tea in my air fryer. We got time. We got time. Madam, we have time. I challenge, I challenge you. I have not one, not two, not three, not four, but five 
shiny British pounds that says you can't make tea in your air fryer. Oh, I thought it was going to be something good. <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely not. You that up. You're doing Five a gig tonight, aren't you, John? You've ever seen. Am I doing a what? Are you doing a gig tonight? I'm doing two gigs tonight. Oh. You're doing a gig with um, somebody called Mike Falzone. I am doing a gig with someone named Mike Falzone. Who I used to stalk on YouTube when I was a kid. <laughs> what? He was in a YouTube channel called Source Fed that I used to watch when I was little and I was obsessed with it. And when it got cancelled, Philip DeFranco owned it. And when it got cancelled, I like cried. And I literally started doing stand-up comedy, not because of my mum, not because of my life, but as an adult, I started doing stand-up comedy because I thought I'll one day get famous enough that they'll invite me on as a guest. Because I wanted to be on SourceFit. Do you want? Do you want me to say hi to Mike Falzone? Do you want to? No, I already him? ingratiated myself into his life. I got him a gig in LA off Bronson. Good move. Good yeah. move. Absolutely good move. <laughs> oh, does he have? Does he have long hair? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've never heard of this guy, so this is this is news to me. An exceptionally nice man, a very yeah. fun comedian, and a fucking ripper photographer. I'm. Ooh. He's. He's gonna take the new photos of me in uh, underwears and a toque around LA. Very nice. Very cool. He does a podcast called um, Dynamic Banter with Steve Zaragoza that I listen to as well. Oh, John, uh, how was how was Mr. D? Oh, who's Mr. D? Is that his John, penis? John did a show with a, a comic yesterday who went viral for uh, tricking his students with a spelling test. So nice. So nice. And the um, video was at night. It was so bad. But it went fucking huge. He was on Ellen for this video. First of all, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I thought the video was excellent, Chris. And oh, why? Oh, did you tell him about the show and he's watching now? Absolutely. <laughs> I am. Hi, Mister D. <laughs> I absolutely did not tell him about the show. So shut John's up. John's scanning. Uh, who's in the room? Checking. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, it's just. No. David and other... his many accounts. <laughs> yeah, the, it's the other Mr. D. It's the American Mr. D, not the Canadian Mr. D. But we did discuss um, the Canadian Mr. D, who I'm not afraid to say I've heard nothing but bad things about. I've never really? heard any good things about the Canadian Mr. D. I heard he once, because he, he had his own sitcom, and he wrote yeah. one of the scripts. And um, the showrunner didn't intercept it in time, and it got to the read-through. And he misspelled uh, your, your... Okay. Through and though, and use the wrong there, there. Like T H I E R. That's not bad uh, person shit. That's just bad writer. That's. Uh, and then got very angry at the writers for correcting him. They were I, like, th I oh. thought you were going to say they didn't intercept it in time and it was just full of slurs. And it was just like, <laughs> no, it was no, just no. him calling everyone you people. Uh, but Mr. D was really nice. Irvine was really fun. And then I, of course, left my goddamn notebook there with two jokes perfectly worked out. I, they're on the 15th page in, I would say, about 15 pages. Perfectly worked out. And I just need my friend Laura to fucking see if they're there. And if it's there, and if it's not. Do you not remember your thoughts? No. No. I have to write them down. I wrote a bunch of stuff down as I was falling asleep last night, and I woke up and reread it, and I was like, I'm very glad that I wrote this down because this would have been lost forever. I can remember like every thought and feeling I've ever had, and it's really horrible. And I can oh, also remember you bastard. Like I can remember vividly nearly every dream I've ever had, 
like Whoa. this in real life. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing, DDTV. Thank you, DDTV or Mr. D. <laughs> <laughs> John, is that you? Jason? Jeremiah? I can't remember. I know it starts with a J. Can't remember his first name. It's Django? So. It's Django. Django. It's Django. Jagged Django. Django. <laughs> I had a dream. I'll tell you this. And I know that people's dreams aren't interesting, but I had a dream I last 100% week. I 100% disagree. All people's dreams are so fucking fascinating. All I want to know is about people's dreams. Go ahead, Ashley. I'm so excited. Thank you, John. I had a dream two weeks ago that my radio producer's boss nick drove me home and he got lost and we ended up in this area that was created completely of wood this bit doesn't really matter but it's just to give you context and the area that was made all the buildings were made of beautiful timber it was very like um you know that fucking weird film where she's got flowers in her hair and then her boyfriend sewn in a bear uh midsummer Midsummer. yes yes i do great all super woody like that and it was a cult and they were like welcome to the timber cult and i was like oh cool timber cult and I had to become a timber saleswoman. <laughs> For the cult. <laughs> Was there any training in your dream? Did you have to sit down while they walked you through all the different they, types of timber? No, they literally sent me out into the world very unprepared, but with a snappy business suit. So I went to a construction convention, got really drunk, fucked two guys who own construction companies, sold them hey. one thousand, sold them one thousand pallets of timber apiece, and then they all got angry at me because I wouldn't buy shares in their construction business, and I was like. <laughs> I'm in a timber cult. I don't have money. <laughs> I have a couple of dream questions. One, was it called the timber cult or did it have a name? You're just not sharing the name. No, the, I think it was just it was just in my head. In my head, I remember just being like, oh, it's the timber cult. Like that was a normal thing. <laughs> like, oh, it's a timber cult. <laughs> That's. <laughs> and I remember the feeling of really being like, how am I supposed to buy shares in your construction company? That's not how business works. Also, I'm in a cult. I All I have is this mulch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you accept mulch? And I think beavers might have been in charge. I'm here to fucking sell timber, and I'm all out of timber. Ashley's <laughs> <laughs> story, if I give you, now that this is not five, but ten British pounds, will you name your next Edinburgh show? I'm here to fucking sell timber and I'm all out of timber. <laughs> Ashley story. <laughs> no, but what is your obsession with naming things? You're like Rumpelstiltskin. I think it's just very funny. It's just I also want that to live on. <laughs> Every time I see you, you're always like, how much money would it cost for me to name your next born period? I'm like, I don't know, John. That's a weird thing to say. Also, that was a weird believe... way to let us know your stance on abortion, that you give birth yeah. to periods. You're, yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> yeah. you're, e- you're either, you either really value your periods or you really undervalue babies. <laughs> I think it's the second. Mm. My God in heaven. Um, also, I would you like to know what I'm naming my next Ember show? It's called, Do You Have Any Ointment? My John Hastings. I hate you. <laughs> no, but actually, oh, I hope that your I don't butt starts re- burning with like a soreness <laughs> that you can't describe. That's well, that would be perfect for the name of. Uh, yeah, I mean, Monkey Barrel Three. I don't want to be in Monkey Barrel Three. I want to be in Monkey Barrel Two. Why is my head so big? Make my head one? less big. 
Not even one, Sean. Believe in yourself. I don't like one very much. I like two. I it's I find one. I, the bar is very noisy. Oh, that's how I feel. That's how I he feels. Never had that problem. I uh, I mean, I I can't take that in America they take orders from tables while I'm doing comedy. Like my just my ability to concentrate is just gone. So like when people are like, oh, I have a Coors Light. What the fuck did you say? Oh yeah, sorry, sorry everybody. <coughs> Um, Ashley, are you excited for me to come to the UK on November the 17th? I'm not coming to the city you live in. I'm sorry. I am wet with anticipation. What portion of you is wet, though? My Feet? palms. Ooh, right. that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley Manning checking in, saying hello to Stunt Ashley. Hello, hey, Ashley, Ashley Manning. I have a question for you, Ashley. What was the dream you had the night you turned 30 years old? Do you remember? I love people's dreams. I want to know. Let's see. I remember. I don't remember exactly when I turned 30 that night, but I remember round about the time I turned 30, I had this really weird dream where I was in this hotel and it was surrounded by mountains that were shaped like teeth. And the guy from the West Wing who played this, the writer guy from the West Wing, Bradley Whitford. Yeah. Bradley, okay. yeah. Yeah, Bradley, later. Yeah, yeah. Bradley Whitford was a drug dealer and had an evil twin who was a policeman and they wanted me to get rid of moss that was a drug and then this big bodyguard tried to kill me and I put him inside a, a, a sunbed and I burned him alive so that I could keep the drugs. <laughs> That's a hell of a sunbed, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I remember feeling very empowered. <laughs> And then it turned out that Bradley Whitford, who was the policeman, was just Bradley Whitford the whole time, but he just was putting on a moustache and taking it off again. Wow. Okay. (laughs) It was a plot twist. I know. I mainly have dreams about the fringe, just really bad anxiety dreams about the fringe. And whenever something bad happens to me in a dream, whenever like the world's ending or I get murdered or I get shot in the face, I always think in the dream, oh, at least I've got a fringe show. Like, that's literally in my dream. I think if something terrible happens to me, oh, well, at least I've got a fringe show. Wow. I, uh, every July, somewhere in England, I will have the following dream. It's the most on-the-nose Edinburgh fringe stress dream. I show up in Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. I walk out of Waverley Station, and instead of walking into a city, I walk into a classroom, and on the blackboard is written Edinburgh fringe test. And oh. I go, I, di- I didn't study. And they go, we know. And then I have to sit there and every question is very complicated and I fail and then everyone laughs at me and then I wake up and go, really, again? It's so on the nose. I hate it. I hate it so Jeez. much. There's there's no nuance or metaphor. They, with, I remember, because I've had it more than once. I remember in 2013, I was in fucking Brighton, I think, and just when I was like, Ember, a fringe test? You fucking not having a metaphor in your subconscious asshole? <laughs> yeah. Um, Chris, do you remember any of your dreams? I never remember my dreams. I think Chris has a very healthy, like, real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you couldn't be, you couldn't be think... more wrong. No, I think Chris is emotionally healthy. Ashley, if right. you saw the floor of that apartment, it is it is ankle high with blood. <laughs> See, look, it's very nice. He's got a poof and everything. I think whoa, that... Whoa, we don't use that word on this stream. <laughs> that thing, the square thing I that know. you put your feet on. Yeah, I pranked you. You've been pranked, Ashley. How do you feel? About <laughs> <the day? laughs> 
<laughs> That's unkind, John. Yeah. That's unkind. <laughs> oh, I really want you to go on. I want this would make Jackass for the best movie ever is them doing all of the stunts, but then they just go to your reaction. Hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville. I'm about to fight a bunch of sharks. How would you react if you saw someone about to fight a bunch of sharks, Ashley? Oh, <laughs> all right let's read some all right, just talk about my drowning grandmother and make everyone uncomfortable because that's <laughs> oh my, my favorite thing to do oh yeah you talked about that on stream too <laughs> I forgot, I forgot. yeah you told us that story if anybody mentions a body of water i'm like oh did you know my grandmother was murdered in a river <laughs> i remember this because i was like like months later months months later I was somewhere, and someone's like, I always like bringing up like awkward things. And in my head, I went, it would be really awkward if you told all of them. You're like, that's not awkward. My friend Ashley will just mention <laughs> that her grandmother was murdered by being grounded in a river. And then I was, and then I just laughed very loudly by myself <laughs> and had to walk out because I knew no one would understand what's going on. It's not, I'm not, COVID has officially put me to the other side of, I am, I need to be only with friends I've had for a while because... I've gone too deep inside. The context is gone. Like, I can't be like, oh, I'm laughing. Listen, I have a friend who's in Scotland. She has a radio show. That's not important. What is important is that her grandmother was murdered in a river and she likes bringing it up a lot. And now I'm bringing it up. I brought it up and there was the only time it's ever gone really badly, but it cemented my friendship with um, Dulce Sloan was we were sat together She's an American comedian. I know she's very And funny. we were sat together in this in the Edinburgh Fringe and Ramon Rivas was there and this American bird one of them had brought this American girl in and she was very West Coast and do the voice. I, do the voice. Uh, do the voice. Well in the story, so I obviously have to bring up drowned granny. Actually, <laughs> oh, uh, quick thing, just a quick question coming in from the chat. Nana needed floaties. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Or just a less violent boyfriend. Anyway, so <laughs> I bring oh. up dead granny and this girl, and like they're all very chill with it. The, the people who kind of know me are very chill with it. Mm. But this girl who's new, she's like, maybe your grandmother would have like hated you and wouldn't have liked you anyway. So maybe it's for the best that she died. And I've never That's seen a group of strangers turn against the women so quickly in my entire life. And it solidified us all as friends, hating this one woman. And it was the most, <laughs> she, she out-awkwarded me. And, but she went to the wrong, the flip. The fl yeah. You know when you try and make yeah. an awkward situation and sometimes it doesn't land well, like when you try and flip a pancake and it gets stuck. That's fine, that happens. You just have to back away from it and go, my bad, bye. And that's okay. Oh, I was Bobcat Goldthwait for a wee minute there. And then, <laughs> and then you walk away from it. But she just kept doubling down. And now, but like, maybe she would have hated you. And it's for the best that she was murdered. And I'm yeah. like, oh. it's, I'd rather people were drowned than didn't like me because mm. they have it coming. They're garbage people. And I Dulcie hope all of Dulcie turned around to her and she was like, that's your takeaway? And I was yeah. like, <laughs> we're going to be best friends. It's also, okay, but here's the logic I don't understand from this American, which is she's like, oh, because what she, in her head, she's trying to be like, maybe it's a good thing your grandmother died. Yeah. But yeah. to accomplish that, there's no need to bring you into it. Like, you could be like, maybe your grandmother, like, 
had been murdering a bunch of kids and this guy was some sort of vigilante is the only other way you could have said that. But maybe you just go like, you win this awkward battle, madam. Yeah. You she tried like a- and she failed. And it oh. was, do you know what? I'm glad she did because it was like a super funny moment. Do of- you know what her name was? I have no, all I remember is she was blonde, she was West Coasty, and from that point forward, it was just a really fucking... Was she very tall? Jaggy vibed. She wasn't, she was tall, but she wasn't a comedian, but she hung about with comedians during the Fringe. She wasn't a stand-up, she was just like, I'm really in the comedy, and like, oh my god. I was really hoping it was John Cleese's daughter. Because she came no, off, no, she did her. the first yeah. a few years ago. Yeah, I did a radio show with her. It was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I saw her do stand up. That was also awkward. Um, oh, how? <laughs> oh no, I feel bad when people have bad times. I feel bad. I don't. Yeah, I'm I, not. Comedians love comedians who fail. I don't. I just feel really sad for people who go up there and don't get laughs. I love it when I know the person's very funny. That's my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. Is when someone who should be killing is bombing. That's the funniest thing in the whole world to me. Nothing is better. I've said it before on the stream. My favorite person to watch bomb is Glenn Moore uh, because his jokes are just perfect. Even if it's not your style of comedy, they're mm-hmm. word perfect. They're very fun. They do everything you want a joke to do. And to just watch people hate him for 20 minutes is the hardest I've laughed in years. Here's the problem beautiful. with Glenn Moore, though, is that uh, he wrote the greatest Har- Harold Shipman joke ever, and it made me have to learn who Harold Shipman was. <laughs> I just got to live in ig- in ignorance because just the structure of the joke made me laugh, and I had to look up the context, which is um, uh, my mom always ruins my birthday. For example, when I turned 28, she came into my room and went, Harold Shipman hung himself in his hell, and then just... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, also, speaking of John Cleese, um, I uh, I follow Chortle on Twitter, which I didn't know I did. Uh, John Cleese has blacklisted himself. What's this story? Also, can all of the people that had anything to do with the foundations or innovation of comedy just immediately kill themselves? Because none of them are helping their legacy. Let me tell you who took a bullet for the... T- Richard Pryor in the 80s went, someone get me multiple sclerosis. There is no way I should be alive for much longer. And they went, Richard, yeah. good point. I'm, I'm kind of glad George Carlin's dead. Oh, yeah. He might have liked Trump. I was thinking about this today. There, It's a 60-40 Bill Hicks would have liked, um, yeah. liked Trump. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like he, Bill uh, Bill Hicks would have directed, a lo- had a lot of jokes about Islam that were not researched you know who we're missing though <laughs> joan rivers she would be crushing it right now oh joan rivers God, would be joan all rivers about it so she, might, she might be a turf but i don't think so i don't think so i, I think she'd be she all right. was I think very she nice great. to me i gave her a flyer in the rain when i was a teenager and she said that i was a cute kid and i was good for flying from my mom's show and she squeezed my face oh that's exactly how i picture her she just seems like a super sharp very sweet lady when she said, oh, who are you flying for? And I was like, oh, it's my mom. She's a comedian. She's like, oh, you're a good girl. You're yeah. good. And I was like, thank <laughs> you, Mrs. Rivers. Have a nice day. Yeah. He, uh, let me say this about Joan Rivers, is the fact that she does not get put up with Pryor and Carlin as the three progenitors of modern comedy literally gives me tumors of the soul. Also, um, 50-50 on Greg Giraldo. That's a Disagree. Really, that's probably. Yeah, no, he would have been a he's a he's a Harvard educated lawyer. He would not have been. 
No, he would have been he he would have been mocking all these fucking people. Dr Greg Geraldo yeah. would have been on the right side. Also, uh, Joe, which Rivers, is obviously whatever side I'm on. I just want to make yeah, that clear. Of whatever side By the I'm way, on, I want you. Right I want you to know this is a friend of mine opened for Joan Rivers one time, and he in passing mentioned his wife was pregnant, uh, and somehow Joan Rivers figured out when he had the baby and sent him and his wife him and his wife flowers, and they were like, "How the fuck did she do this?" Like he just said pregnant, and she like nailed it. Like that's crazy. She's good. She was just a great lady, it seems. She just seems like she was fucking one. That was I was listening to an interview with Sarah Silverman the other day, and she did that in bed with Joan show mm, with her on yeah. the internet. And she said, um, so she you have to come out of out of Joan Rivers' closet and climb into bed with her. That's how the show starts. And so Sarah Silverman's in there just rummaging through all of Joan Rivers' things. And she came out in this big, like gray fur coat. And she was like, This is the ugliest coat I've ever seen, Joan. I hate this coat. And Joan's like, It's yours. Take it. It's you. You have to take it. And made made Sarah Silverman leave with it. It was like a five hundred dollar coach. It's like it's not ugly. It's high fashion. You'll love it. I'm seeing in the chat like people saying that she had bad takes on shit, and I get that. But I get I, I get that Joan Rivers had controversial or different opinions than I have on things. But I have come to the conclusion, and maybe I'm wrong on this, and maybe I shouldn't be saying this. But I've come to the conclusion that I cannot agree with everybody on everything, and expecting to agree with everybody on everything is how you end up not liking anything. Also, and if someone... I just can't anymore because, like, I love William Shatner. William Shatner has bad fucking takes on autism and autism charities. Okay. But he's also a 96-year-old man, and I don't take my autism advice from an elderly actor. So I don't Wait, take my political... But... <laughs> Oh, it's where I get all my autism advices from. <laughs> Martin, Martin Sheen is, who, is testing me on a daily basis. Fair, who who do you think has met more autistic people than William Shatner? <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 take a bow, Chris. Take a bow. Ladies. That was good. Take, take a bow. There, holy shit. But um, oh, yeah, he does support a charity which pretty much like encourages you to just kind of squeeze the autism out of your children through yeah. practices that make them feel sad about how they behave. Hug the autism out of them? Um, no, not hugging. Like, I, I also love William Shatner, but you have to know, no one who has ever worked with him has walked away going, that's a good guy. You know what I mean? Like no one, no one has ever been like, let me tell you what I want to do again be on boston legal everyone's just been like like yeah he's captain kirk and he's captain of something else and yeah. that is kind never of never has there been a kinder man to me in my entire yeah. life like <laughs> actually do you understand Literally. the amount of villains that have been so nice to me like like, like like I fear, like do you understand? Like I, like it. There is something about me. No, that I get a monster it. Monster is like that's my guy right there. I feel we have that same giant child energy that monsters really like. <laughs> and the amount of men who have been like so supportive to me in my career, who have been like, "You're a fucking, I'm going to help you. You're great." Who later turn out to be like rapists, and I'm like, "Oh no!" <laughs> like never, never laid a finger on me. Always made sure I was safe and dangerous and when I was a child was always super kind to me and it's like oh yeah no that guy sexually assaulted loads of women in comedy and I'm like oh no Fuck. Yep. oopsie I'm like, a, that, that's what it is actually I think it is is we both have big kid energy right. like they're like mm -hmm. well I won't be a dick to this 
Because you like you're talking about your drowned grandmother, and I'm just literally walking into a wall, and I, I'm tired. And then like Ashley Manning gets the actual truth of everyone, just because you know Ashley's just sort of like, actually, I have an opinion. They're like a woman with an opinion that didn't couch it in something goofy. I hate you. Um, as a, yeah. Actually, I, I I know what you mean about um, uh, not being able to get rid of people just because you disagree with something they think. Sure. I'm a big I'm a big believer that anyone that you agree with all the time is selling something. Yeah, yeah. there's no way they're being honest with you. They're lie. So even if you agree with everything they say, they're lying, and you're gonna find out what the lie was. It's just a weird place that we're all in. Just say, like back in the old days when you liked somebody, you didn't know their every fucking thought on every fucking thing. Yeah. And now, because of social media and everything, we know everybody's opinion on everything from like vaginas and abortion. And I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I, sometimes I don't want to know. And it's like Chris Pratt. <laughs> I don't want to know what that man thinks about things. I yeah. don't care. Oh. But yeah. here's the problem: is he keeps just asking, que answering questions. No one, but no one uh, uh, asked. Also, if it, we have to like social media for no other reason than without social media, we wouldn't have this clip right here, ladies. It's a and beautiful gentlemen. clip. It's a beautiful clip. And if like, do you like if without social media, this wouldn't be possible. Uh, oh no! It makes me feel sick. It makes me. It's so. Oh, 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 it's so bad. It's I'm, so bad. The moment of realization. I give you. I give you. Right. We don't have to watch. I give you because uh, you are. You are. Against He's you. I don't to me as well. What? Oh wow! The you? one monster. Yeah. The one monster. He was. He was a. He was a dick he was a very full of himself dick and he had a bad gig the one gig i oh, went to in early bad gig didn't he oh he's mm. such a bad comedian also oh such a piece of shit i mean are you okay if we watch this or are you yeah but he was so it? hard for himself and it was so funny when he failed okay ladies and gentlemen and let's all just enjoy oh, yeah i heard you the seventh it's time and i've ignored it it's just a strong core very okay, spongebob ish <laughs> but, but, but hold on a second <laughs> How, how did it come out? Like, how did they? <laughs> the uh, boy's mother ended up finding it. Fucking finding haters. it. What do you mean? It, it, the Snapchat goes away, right? How they? He probably saved it. You can screen. Which one of them said haters? You got to know that that's going to happen. Yeah, he say, it says teen's parent reportedly found the photos on his phone, which he saved from Snapchat. Also, mom could be in a cock block. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so, so good, but also so like, oh, I, oh, I, I, I hate, that's like, you know, when you see like Russian guys dangling off a crane and you get that like sharp pain in your butt from just like shared anxiety. Yeah. Like yeah. empathy anxiety. I feel that when I watch that clip, I don't like them, but I feel that, that, oh my God moment in my butt. What's nice is I just figured out how to really zoom in on his face so we can now watch it just... The Zoom man on the middle. Man. What's who's the man in the middle? Oh, very good question, Ashley Story. That man is Brian Callen. He was else. on the same gig, and he did really well. And he went on after Mum, and that guy, the the one who was on the Snapchat, he went on before Mum, and he was really bad. And then Mum was really good. And then the man in the middle went on after, and he was like, "How am I supposed to follow that Scottish lady?" But he did really good. But that guy there was really bad. Yeah. Crystalia, I also Crystalia. Like yes. 
I like how you've just refused to use any of their names. You just go that guy to that guy to that guy. Very good stuff. <laughs> the one right, with hair was bad. The one without hair was all right. Let's watch this now. Just only zeroed in on his face. This is going to be absolutely delightful. And here we go. Oh, yeah, no, I heard you the seventh time, and I've ignored it. It's just a no. strong quarter. Very oh, SpongeBob-ish. <laughs> but, but, but hold on a second. Oh, oh, fuck. Oh. How, how did it come out? Like, how did they? The uh, boy's mother ended up finding it. Fucking finding haters. it. What do you mean? It, it Snapchat goes away. Right? Oh, they, God, look you can screen record, take screenshots. <laughs> Uh, you gotta oh know that God! That's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Just the crazy shit. Yeah, he says it says Dean's parent reportedly found the photos on his phone, which he saved from Snapchat. Also, mom could be in a cock block. Amazing. Uh, I have become weirdly obsessed with his Instagram. I will not follow him, but I'll pop in every once in a while because he is really trying to rehab his image, and you can see it because he hasn't deleted all of his uh, posts. But they're all like him on his podcast being like, let me tell you who's a whore. Anyone who's not a man. Like, just not that great comedy. And then suddenly there's a scandal. And then every video is just him with his one-year-old son. Like, it's just like, like, are you fucking kidding me? It's like a Tinder profile holding the puppy. I'm not a monster. I swear. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, In no way have I fucked this dog. (laughs) Um. Ashley Story, are you a dating app person or are you just you're freewheeling on the streets? I'm not anymore. I um I don't really I tried it and I tried to be a normal person with the old dating who ha it looks like you're masturbating, John, and I don't like it. it so really stop does. doing that with your arm. Full looks. I think your I think your leg was jumping up and down. That's what 100%. I hundred percent. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um <laughs> <laughs> I tried it and I don't like it and I've just decided that I'm happy by myself and like having sex every seven years like a Vulcan. And <laughs> nice. <laughs> you have met William Shatner, haven't you, madam? <laughs> I just don't I I'm too autistic and it's too much pressure to like compromise who I am as a human being for another human being and I don't have it in me and I just end up becoming a cunt and I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's good to know that's a lot of people end up becoming constant relationships yeah and just power on just i mean I, I totally know what you mean because there's i have a couple of friends that really push through with dating and are like i gotta find someone and i'm always like do you though like you like i never understand they're like you need companionship and i'm like i know some people that are in relationships and i know they are some of the loneliest people out there like just like yeah like, i i'm in love with this person Love means disrespect, right? And you're like, mm, no, I don't think it does. I have a lot of friends who are men who are in relationships. Well, not anymore, but like pre-lockdown. I kind of evaluated this over lockdown, but I had a lot of male friends who were in relationships. And I was kind of like their emotional fun side piece. Like they had very, not I wasn't sleeping with them, but they had like very like regulated girlfriends who were like, this is how life is. And I'm a bit haphazard and hectic and like a manic pixie dream girl-esque within that like let's dress up in costumes and go to cosplay and shit like that and they were like that was their fun side vacation and then oh, i didn't so really bleak. it's it is very bleak and uh. it was just very like oh go fuck off go fuck off back to your girlfriends because I, I, it's just a very weird 
place to be in. And I get that I'm a lot. My therapist says I'm a lot. So I understand that I'm a lot. But how, how often How often would the guys be like, oh, this is so great. Deborah would never do any of this. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and it would be like, they would have these wistful moments. They're like, oh, I wish I hadn't got her pregnant and I could be living a life like this. And I'm like, you are disgusting and you make me sad. What character from co what cosplay character were they dressed up as when they said, "I wish I hadn't gone"? <laughs> Probably <laughs> like a minion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a very fucking weird environment, and yeah. yeah. This is something that I'm very happy about being divorced. Is let me tell you right, right where what cures you of any fear of breaking up with someone? Go through one divorce, and you're just sort of like. Oh, I'll break up. I'll break up with any like mm -hmm. all y'all are on notice. Like it's just you just don't. You're like, huh, nothing's gonna feel this bad. Let's settle some scores. I we don't have that fear of breaking up because when I was a kid, my dads would literally like cut off whole members of the family. Like you annoyed us. We my dad doesn't speak to his six brothers. Like we went from having a family to they annoyed my dad. We had a family no longer. We just left and we didn't speak to any of them again. And that's pretty much how my family rolls. If you fuck us over, you're emotionally amputated from our life. So I have no issue with that. I can easily be like, oh, okay, bye. And <laughs> I don't feel sad. So we did that with my aunt and uncle. Apparently, my my so my dad is like a, a, a like a nineteen eighties conservative, and my aunt is a card carrying communist. So apparently, Ooh. after all the kids went to bed, uh, they would get hammered and scream at each other about politics. And um, and then we didn't see my aunt, who lived forty five minutes away for twelve years. Full so, cutoff. No birthdays. No anything. No babysitting. Even. Just nope, you're out, you're out of my fucking life, you commie bastard. To yeah. the point where one of my dad's brothers died like six months ago, and I was like, Oh, your brother died, and he didn't even ask which one. He was just like, All right, wow, whoa, one and then down. we built we built this chair, and that was <laughs> <laughs> that was like our day. I gotta say this right now, that is a fucking gangster move. Like your brother's dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't. Nope. So right. we we building this chair or what? He yeah. doesn't. He doesn't give a fuck, and it's. I feel that very strongly. He just. Wow. And it was very. It was like his dad. My dad's dad was a gangster, old school gangster. He died. My dad inherited the pub in the building. My dad's brothers went. We are going to fight you in court for this pub in this building, and we're going to make your life a living hell. And my dad literally went, "Take it, bye. Never speaking to any again." And we just left with nothing. And we're just like, oh, you need it, have it. And within seven months, they had run the business into the ground. Yeah. They had destroyed everything. They yeah. had ruined the whole, everything they'd built up gone because they were idiots. And yeah, sometimes I like see a, a, a funny head in a crowd and I think, is that one of them? Mm. Is that, I don't know. I wouldn't Is know. I wouldn't know to like, I wouldn't know to recognize them. It's an interesting thing. I, I had a, my fam, one part of my family had a dispute for a bunch of years. And it's a very interesting thing to watch a family then come back together after that. Mm. Because it's like, you keep being, you're like, oh, wait, oh, yeah, we're nice. We're nice to each other now. But you're like, you're like, hey, bye, bye. Oh, yeah. Mm. We keep it cool. We signed and a treaty. Just, yeah. But like, it's so funny also how like context will change some of that sort of stuff. Like, there's certain, elements of like and there's like so many blood feuds in my family at this point like that where like i'm on like 
I don't even know what side I'm on sometimes, but like throughout the course of my life, like some of the people are like, man, these people are really cool. And then I get a bit, a little bit older and I'm like, nope, not on that side. I got like, there's a, when the 20 year olds, like these guys are red, the, like the 31 year olds gotta be like, yeah, no, you can't, you can't do that. Also, there are a couple of things, a couple of secrets that have come out that I've gotten because I'm so removed from so many situations there, I am now on a list of there's four people that have to die, and when they go, oh, we got some stand up. Oh, yes, fuck. like wow. there is, yeah. yeah. No, I have like, a, I have a that as well. Like it's like, and it's like, it's like I'm like I'm like if they could all die around the same time, mm, like one of them, I am. Oh, it's so good. Wow. Here, I'll, I'll I can tell I'll tell you guys because you're removed from it. So let's pop into the private chat. Fuck yeah, Ooh. this is good tea. This is good yeah. tea. <laughs> Spilling the tea. This is like so. Beardy noise says uh, uh, we excommunicated my aunt after my mother died. Honestly, it was the only upside. <laughs> That's yeah, it can be freeing. It's like you were the only connection here. Get the fuck out of my life. Get my out uncle of here. who died, he was the one who inherited my granddad's old mansion, and he was very 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 violent towards i've just read the chat and i'm trying to like not show my face too much <laughs> it's, she was it's, by the way there's more coming and let me preview what face you will make <laughs> <laughs> he was very bad to women and i have like i i'm really into serial killers and i really like i that think he out. is one I like that. i think he is one and Ooh. the things he did when he was younger like he's got the full mcdonough triangle like in terms of that? like fire fire setting bed wetting and abuse as a child like the the feel like the things that happen in a child's life that um mean you fire no the, the mcdonough triangle is fire setting bed wetting and abusing animals but he also has the added thing of his mum hated him and didn't want him and as soon as he was born sent him away and he only got brought back when she started having other kids wow wow and um, yeah, so and he did fucked up shit. Fuck, and the way my dad, because daddy's super autistic, the way he describes stuff, he'll tell you a story that is so harrowing and like something out of a horror movie, and he'll say it in such a light, airy way while he's like eating a packet of minstrels. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, daddy, that's really fucked. But yeah, I'm convinced there's bodies in that building, and I know they're going to have to rip it down because it's so bad. When you find out that he's a serial killer, are you mm-hmm. going to be more horrified by his crimes or more excited that you were right? I'm always excited by rightness. So yeah. probably excited by my rightness because I did contact the police and offer them a sample of my DNA to run against unsolved crimes like the Golden Gate Killer guy. Wow. Because I, I wanted to... I was like, I will. And they were like, no, we can't do that. <laughs> I was like, do you want to just take my DNA and run it again? Because surely the familial aspect will come out. And they were like, no, Ashley, that's weird. So a, a, a friend of a friend of mine um, is currently coaching like soccer in the States. And I say friend, someone that this friend of mine knows. And my friend is just like, is it okay to just call the cops just to let him know this dude's a fucking weirdo. Mm. Is it okay? Like I have no proof. There's nothing. But as soon every time that they tell one of their like one of the people they grew up with is like, oh that guy, yeah, he's, he's coaching kids soccer over in the states, and they'll go, Ugh. Ugh. 
I feel like what do you uh, do in that? But like, what do you do? Because it's that thing where it's like, oh, don't don't just go and say shit about people. But at the same time, whenever something terrible is happening or something, some guy like gets caught with women hidden in their basement, they're like, if only we'd known, if only somebody had said something. And then you think of that guy who's like, oh, I really should have said something, but it was impolite. All right. So it's also possibly illegal. It could be liable if you do it wrong. In Montreal, I had crazy upstairs neighbors. They were convinced I was making all sorts of noise I wasn't. At si- one time at six o'clock in the morning, Chris is now reading the private chat. Yes. I'm yeah. listening as well, but yeah. Um, and he banged on my door at six in the morning and said, you attacked my wife last night. And I was like, I didn't do any of that. And he like screamed at me and then like marched upstairs and slammed the door. And I was like, what the fuck? And then the landlord had to have been there really early, heard the commotion, came up, and was like, what the fuck was that? And I was like, this guy is screaming at me, doing all sorts of crazy shit. And he was like, yeah, I don't like their vibe. One second. And he was, and by the way, Montreal has one of the strictest tennis policies ever. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he said to him, but he walked upstairs and he came back down. And he went, they will be out by the end of the, they'll be out by the end of the morning. I am very sorry. Um, wow. And if they, you if you ever see them again, let me know. Like, we'll get the authorities involved. And he had a look where he was like, fuck. And I was like, these fucking guys are up to fucking nonsense. So crazy. So nuts. But yes, the private chat. Oh, man, I am waiting for that guy to die. Because that joke and then the part about mm -mm -mm, guessing a part of it was the craziest thing ever. That's because we were random. We were randomly talking about it and mm -mm, just went, you know what? I've always wondered. And like just and I was like, what? John, Uh, this isn't good content. Having conversations like mm -mm -mm, that's not good for your viewership. Viewers, I'm sorry about that. That's inappropriate. John, John apologizes for doing in jokery. I certainly do not apologize. Ashley, we have we have a Patreon here where you can get the private chat yeah we have yeah. a patreon okay, tier. So that's they, fine they, tell them that then they know ladies and gentlemen Do they if know? you want to know that story head yes. to the patreon get access to the private chat away mm-hmm. you go you did not tell me that, so I'm so fucking glad I didn't write my thing down in the fucking private chat because you sh- mean, should inform well, your guests before actually, they come be fair, on. It's a hundred grand. It's a hundred grand. It's a hundred grand a month for one yeah. year, and then they get access to the private chat. Like as I stand in for Ashley, who is the true leader, I feel like I need to just keep you on track and make mm. you behave yourselves in an appropriate way, which is conducive to good podcasting and being all oh, we know a secret isn't nice they love the secrets i'll have you know my voice is much deeper than that (laughs) why is he just sitting there with these eyebrows like that (laughs) what's wrong with you john (laughs) he's trying to pretend like he's frozen but he's blinking (laughs) shifty eyes i couldn't couldn't, because i was literally just looking at the both of you and i was just shifting back and forth while you're talking um uh but at this moment uh might have enough stories that could be sold to the press to make, to make it, worth it worth it, it. Yeah, yeah that's true there is a yeah. couple of things in there. yeah there's a couple in there um, my yeah, goodness um actually you've, you've been oh sorry john go for it um when you say like in the building there's bodies somewhere here's my thing about serial killers is they always seem very good at hiding bodies for a bit mm. for like a, and then they just go right off there's no kind of you know what i mean like they're like 
They dumped it in lye. They put it very deep. They covered that in concrete. And then it depends on what kind of killer you've got. If you've got a product or a process killer. So there's people who just like the killing and they don't care about the bodies afterwards. But then you've yeah. got people who like to keep the body parts near them. But then you've just got like convenience guys like um, John Wayne Gacy. He just started throwing bodies outside because he ran out of space. Like that's yeah, literally that's all that happened is he ran out of space in his crawl space i to this day i don't know how he managed to have like parties with people in his house mm. and they didn't go it smells of dead people because dead people smell and it's a distinctive yeah. smell it's yeah. not like a smell that you can confuse with other smells it's jeffrey, a distinctive smell well when jeffrey dahmer was caught the cops that were finally had to be begged in to go in mm. smelled dead bodies like on the street i'm pretty sure like yeah. they weren't in the building they were like oh ye, back up we're gonna need backup wow yeah and they yeah. didn't yeah it's fucking insane um also the when um dean corral he got caught he like killed a lot of teenage boys they literally stopped looking after the point because the um sheriff didn't want to like win the top serial killer prize for his state so like they just stopped looking for bodies at like 32 because any more would have been too many and they paid like they gave prisoners work release programs to dig up the bodies because it was so stinky that the policemen didn't want to do it and some of them took up smoking to like cover up the smell of the it's fucking bad but yeah it's icky it's icky and i think there are bodies and that is what beardy noise is saying about um toronto police They uh, a, there is a serious issue with Canadian crime solving. Oh, that sounds problem. right. Like, oh, by the way, for podcast oh. listeners who who couldn't see that, Beardy Noise said there was a serial killer who preyed on the gay community in Toronto who basically got caught by the community because the police didn't do shit. Which I'm like sorry, Ashley, you were saying the Canadian cops. Seriously, but every time I read a case based in Canada, I'm always so shocked by how inept the police are. Canada has a huge issue, especially with prolific serial killers. They don't do any profiling work and they don't have people like the FBI that literally will come in and be like, da, 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 da. like, for example, Robert Picton, yeah. Yeah, was yeah. the guy feeling Thank the, you, F- the FBI had been brought in for a missing one of the people it was a missing person's case. And they contacted the FBI for some information. And a profiler was like, hang on. And like ran it. And it was like, you have a serial killer. You need to start operating like this, 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 and this. This is and like literally profiled Robert Picton based off of like two pieces of information. The RCMP got in like huge shit. It's the other, the main problem with Canada is if the RCMP get involved, they'll botch it because they're the shittiest federal police organization ever. Like they are continually having scandals where they find another room with 11,000 rape kits and they were like, what is this? And they're like, we only have the money to store them. We don't have the money to process them. And they're like, what are you talking about? Who makes your budget? And they're like, we we do. Yeah. Shut and even up. though this is quite dark, Boom Stickery has pointed out that there is a massive issue, even within that issue of indigenous. Um, yeah. Oh well, that God. was that was federal government uh, sponsored abuse in the church and stuff like but that. Beyond that, was, that, just the number yeah. of people who are in the indigenous communities who are murdered, whose murder goes un, uneven. Well, there investigated was, because of, just simply yeah. because they're less than dead yes. because they're not white on the, so, on the highway of tears i remember stephen harper said uh because there was like clearly a serial killer or sort of a community of killers that were just murdering um uh, first nations women and stephen harper when they asked why you wouldn't start an investigation on a federal level he was like that feels like a local issue and it was like 
dozens of women have been murdered and he's like well not really my problem though is it i think Um, this is like something because my grandmother who was murdered not in a jokey way i'm not doing this for the funds bits but because she was an alcoholic and she was poor and she was from one of the poorer communities when she went missing and when her body was found and when her boyfriend said she fell in and I waved at her and the police just went, oh, okay, even though people had seen them fighting at the riverside, even though there was witnesses who'd seen a violent altercation, even though he had previously been arrested for attempting to murder her, even though all of that had happened, the police did nothing about it because she was poor, because she was an alcoholic, because she had a history of mental illness, because she was somebody who was just wasn't, it wasn't important for them to investigate. It's something that if I could, if I won the lottery, I would throw all my money behind just solving the crimes that the police refused to look into. I would create my own police force, and it would mm. be called Ashley's Task Force, and we'd all have cool costumes. Well, Describe the costumes, the costumes right now. Thank you, John and I. Exactly yeah. <laughs> like steampunk. Oh. <laughs> Monocles, tall top hats with like piping around them. Yeah. Or <laughs> piping. And I gotta ask, what? How do they talk? Oh, they talk like this. Hey, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so is this is mandatory. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and they'd have like with those sword in it, a copper glove with steam things. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. Coming in from Beardy Noise, I feel like this is a great franchise extension for Informant Slot. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Way to keep your eyes on the prize, Beardy. Uh, Wes Anderson. <laughs> and coming in from Yes Meese Balls, this is returning to Yes, Cease's leadership has a lot of ex-RCMP who did crimes. Oh, yeah. uh, what yeah, you said about the promoted. FBI, when the another famous Canadian um, serial killer, the Ken and Barbie oh. killers... Paul, um, uh, Paul Bernardo and Carla yeah, Molka, of course. They, oh. The FBI did come in and gave a um, profile that was completely wrong. So, oh it yes, didn't help. The, yeah, no, it didn't help <laughs> at all, and it led to them uh, giving a plea. Well, it was one of the they botched that investigation so badly. If they had literally just opened up the walls, which is the first thing you do with serial killers because they hide shit. Um, they would have found the tape, and the tape shows that Carla Harmalka participated in all the murders. And they but would even not have before given her that, tape. when there was the rapist, there was just he was doing the multiple rapes, and the um, the FBI got brought into profile who the serial rapist was. And it's like it's two men living alone with low education, and yeah, it was, it was all so bullshit. Yeah, yeah, Paul Bernardo, by the way, way too much detail given about that case on the news when I was ten years old. Like I learned so many things where I was like what's that and it's like oh that just well what why are we listening to this well we want to make sure that you have to pay for a therapist when you're in your 30s (laughs) so harrowing so fucking harrowing and scary i because i i never heard that case until she was getting out of prison yeah um and i was in montreal at the time and i remember people like carla homoka's getting out and i was like who the fuck is carla homoka and when you're sitting around having a nice time with your friends and then they all together, and they're not enthusiasts quite like you, Ashley, or you, John. Uh, they were sort of reluctantly conveying the details of their crimes. And they were just like, and then her sister, and you're like, Jesus, fuck. Really uh, put a pall on the evening. I felt bad I for not being We start a spinoff that is the untitled crime stream. Oh, go on! I love this. We can talk where about we true crime. we talk about true crime because okay, that's all I ever want to talk about. If I it's my favorite thing. I mean, the idea that the uh, the guy who investigated and took the statement of Jeffrey Dahmer almost committed suicide because he stopped being famous one day is like 
Oh my God, so fascinating. That yes. that blows my mind. The fact that the Green River Killer and fucking what's his face um, knew each other because they hunted and hid in the same area. The fact that the same profile that caught, oh, who's the fucking one they always say is Han Ted Bundy, the guy yeah. who caught Ted Bundy. I hate that they call him handsome. It's like, what? it's He's not handsome, not handsome also, at all. He's such a fucking weirdo. I don't understand why everybody just focuses on, oh, he rage killed. Yes. And then he also stuck his penis in skulls. It's like, he's yeah, not just he a serial killer. He's also like a fucking necro weirdo. Yeah. It's so fucked. That had to be in protective custody because every prison they always put it into, like every gang, like openly to the guards would be like, just so y'all know. We're killing that guy. And they're like, we would have let you if you hadn't told us. So yeah. Did you have to tell us? Just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Edmund Kemper is one of my favorites. I think Edmund Kemper is so fascinating because, and the psychological, I mean, Chris, I'm so sorry we're getting into a true That's all right. This is some learning things. These are names but I Edmund, can drop later when talking to Edmund, my other serial killer friends. Edmund Kemper is so fascinating because Edmund Kemper may have completed his cycle. He's one of the few serial killers that essentially did his job. Thing, he did. He did the thing he wanted to do. Yeah, he basically what it was was he hated his mother with a so fervent, violent passion, and he ended up. Uh, I I'm so sorry for everyone murdering her and fucking her at the same time. And he basically was like, "All right, I'm good. Time to time okay. Let's be done, guys. Bye." Yeah. Oh. Old Edmund, he's done to the old show. Time to turn himself into the cops and go to the Clancy. And then, um, yeah. He turned himself in? He was just like, I finished. He turned, I think he turned I, himself in. It, there's debate over whether he turned himself in because he'd killed his mum. You're super out of focus, John. You've yeah, gone really bloody. Put your hand up at the lens to make it, like, focused again. He's gone. Anyway. Dead. It doesn't um, Oh, okay. Um there's debate as to whether he turned himself in because he'd completed his cycle as john said or because he knew that they were circling and they were cut he knew he was close to being caught he liked to play stupid but he was actually really clever okay. and there's like this kind of idea that maybe he just went ah fuck it i'm going to get caught i'm going to turn myself in and i'm going to end this on my account i'm sure he's the one who recorded audiobooks for the blind Yes, he is the one of the most prolific uh, readers. Because my audio. dad yeah. gets the it's um, my dad is in because my dad can't read and my dad is gets books from that charity and I'm pretty sure we had flowers in the attic read by Ed King. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so the the only the only true crime thing that I know is um, the Washington Sniper. Mm -hmm. uh, utterly and fascinating, a, 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 unbelievable story, fucking wild. But the thing that 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 really sticks with me and there's a bunch of horrible layers to it but um what who, the person he wanted to kill was his ex-wife that was the person yeah. he wanted to kill but he didn't want it getting back like they knew he knew that they would immediately suspect him because he'd like kidnapped his kids and all this kind of shit um and so he just killed a bunch of other people so that it would look like when she was killed it wouldn't look like a targeted crime yeah she would just look like another victim Okay, yeah. quickly, Chris, you want yeah. to kill somebody, right? Yeah. Have you got like a plan? Do you have like in your head a how to get away with murder plan? No, I don't. I haven't thought about killing people. But if I was to do it on the spot, I would um, uh, just sneak up behind them and then I would uh, 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 just choke them out and then I would leave them and then I would go away. And that, that would be that would be because there's no fingerprints. 
don't it's all think, arms. There's no, no arm but that's, you're essentially cuddling someone to death. That's going to yeah. stick with you. I'm very lovable. I'd like to be you away from somebody. I think I would be like a poisoner. I think I would be like a, what's her name? Big Bell fucking that Norwegian immigrant woman who killed everybody. Oh, fuck. What is her name? Oh, I know who you're talking. Oh, damn it. Um, Bell. Be- Be- her name's Bell, isn't it? I don't I'm know. getting. She was a big Norwegian immigrant. I could play her in a film. We have a very similar vibe, and that is my dream. <laughs> is that she's a, just big, a big kid. She's just a, a big Bell, kid. Uh, Gunas. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I could be her. Like I feel like I should lure Ben back and just be like, oh, yes, I'm going to be your wife. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah. Come back to my farm. Dead. And oh, then keeping all their shit man. in a room, just being like, these are my trinkets, like the little mermaid, <laughs> but really weird. It's like, I've got gadgets and gizmos aplenty. <laughs> and then my <laughs> in my cave of wonders. <laughs> you want dead Norwegians? I've got 20. But who cares? No big deal. I want more. I can Start be combing your hair with their ribs? What is yeah. this for? Yeah. Mm, making me beautiful. I. She's one of my faves. Um, I would mark Wahlberg at the end of The Departed someone. Um, you think you have the skills for that? You can just get into their fifth fifth floor apartment. Listen, unnoticed. I know me, <laughs> and I think you. I think Chris, you can agree that on the surface doesn't look like I could do it. But if someone has gone to the point where it's like I have to kill them, yeah, I will figure like that will be figured out, and they'll be dead. They will. I might go to jail, and I might get caught. Yeah. If I'm murdering someone, this is what'll happen. Did you kill that person? Well, you figured it out. Now watch me whistle for the rest of my life. Yeah. Because. If someone has pushed me to that point, they deserved it. Okay, one more true crime question, okay? All and right. then I'll stop talking about it because I... Do you think I'm literally <laughs> autistically stimming? This is my favorite thing to do. And I'm you like, understand. I'm showing it. Do you understand when I immediately got divorced, I was like, I need to relax and put soothing things on. So I watched only frontline documentaries. And what mm-hmm. I didn't tell anyone else is... We, of course, rewatched The Confession Killer. Utterly fascinating situation. Like, utterly fascinating situation. That uh, true crime situation with fucking, um, what's his face? He had no teeth. And uh, he was clearly, oh, God damn it. He killed no one. He just had crazy confabulation. And the Texas Rangers. CPI. CPI. CPI, yeah. Otis Tall was his fucking Yes. He's been gay friend. And he was married to the little girl. What's his name? Yes, what is his fucking name? God damn it. Hang on. I'm he had a wet eye. He did have a wet eye. He had a wet eye and he, all he liked was smoking and fucking milkshakes. Oh, and he Henry Lee like, Lucas. His name is Henry, Henry Lee Lucas. Lee Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> and he said that like an evil, like satanic cult had like hired him to kill people like yeah, the Black yeah, yeah. Man Gang. Anyway, here's my question. The Menendez brothers. There is a lot of push right now in pop culture to free the Menendez brothers. They say that they were abused. Um, There are pictures of Daddy Menendez dangling them from a pole, which I've seen. Um, There is a huge push, especially from the people who are making the true crime film, to free the Menendez brothers. I am of the mind that it's all bullshit and that they should stay in jail. Yeah. Are we are we all on that page? I don't know enough I'd, about it, but yes, they killed their parents, I mean, right? And they were pretty chill about it afterwards. Didn't seem really pretty chill. Okay, pretty chill. Again, it's one of those things where we'll never really know what exactly happened, but no. And I think about this all of the time. 
is they exactly had possibly, right tiger yeah 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 they had possibly the worst therapist that has ever existed ever yes this guy uh and also fun fact if you guys can guess the stand-up comedian who was going to that therapist at the same time as the menendez brothers Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was not robin williams um but here's a clue had a sitcom on fox um like that it was not Ray Romano. That was on CBS. Um, I don't know American channels. Fuck off. Well, <laughs> you fuck off. Um, yeah. uh, actually, we just become best friends. Uh, it was Christopher <laughs> Titus. Um, Christopher Titus. Oh, damn. I thought you said are? Chris Hepatitis. Yeah, they are, Ashley. <laughs> if, if you haven't seen this, that's the Menendez brothers in the background <gasps> of a Mark Jackson basketball card. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Let me see if I can zoom in a little bit. There you go. When I found out it only cost $250,000 to go into space with William Shatner, I almost menendez my parents. <laughs> yeah, but gee, oh man, because it's a lot. What is it? It's Lyle. And what's the other Menendez brother? Lyle. I don't know. There's the hot one and the bald one. Eric. Yeah, there's Eric. And yeah. Because, and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Lyle is the, no, yeah. I don't know. No, Eric is the not bald one. I'm not sure at this point. Uh, no, I they, I think they definitely did it. And uh, they're just incredibly manipulative people and are trying to get away with shit. It's also, I think, but here's the question. Mm-hmm. Scott, here, here's who I don't think did it. Scott Peterson. I don't know who that is. He, he sounds like he, a hockey announcer. So Scott Peterson was the guy who was accused of murdering his wife who was pregnant with his child because he had, he was having a mistress. He had a okay. mistress. If you actually look at the evidence against Scott Peterson, he mm-hmm. didn't. There was almost no evidence. There was a home invasion that happened um, during, like, when she disappeared. There yeah. Was a, there was a violent drug gang operated in the area. The police kept being like, well, he probably dumped the body in this boat. It would have been right here. They would have dumped it right here. And then eventually some part of her was found there, but not a part consistent with being dumped over a boat. The media hmm. totally manipulated what his involvement may or may not have been. A bunch. He of also had a smug face, and that upset people. This is people the thing. It also, they also took a photo of him at a memorial where he's smiling, but they cut out the fact that it was his nephew walked over to him and like hugged him while he was like breaking down, and then he just yeah. smiled for a second, and they took a photo of it. There was also a uh, report that he tried to escape from Mexico. He was ninety miles away from the Mexican border going to his dad's house who lived on the street he was arrested on and the media just reported he was escaping to mexico was never escaping to mexico he was having an affair like let's not like let's not mince words he was having an affair also the jury was routinely recorded and documented socializing which they're not allowed to do and Mm -hmm. openly talking about we're getting justice for that baby we're getting justice for that baby and they are not allowed to be saying that and it should be a hung jury he has had one appeal they did not hear all of that evidence. They were like, no, nah, not enough. It's so, you're like, holy shit, I don't know if he did it. Wow. Fascinating. Justice for Scott Peterson. You heard it here on UTS. No, John, John no. wants to free a baby killer. John is pro baby killers. Wow. Mine, the one I think might not be true, is Charles Albright, the eyeball killer. Mm. There wasn't a lot of um, there wasn't a lot of physical evidence. A lot of it was all kind of it was all a lot of um, circumstantial evidence. He to this day maintains his innocence. Uh, he's not never been 
I don't know. I read a lot about his case. I read a lot of interviews with him, and there's just something doesn't sit right in terms of um, his conviction for me. But he's the one that I'd like to look at properly all the way through if the police reinvestigated it. Uh, utterly fascinating. I can't. I've read about this guy, but I don't know much about it. But God, do I love true crime? God, do I love true crime? We would have the best true crime podcast, John. I mean, Chris, not so much. You didn't really uh, bring yeah, anything to this I table. Yeah. But I feel like you could be like the stupid one that we educate. I guess, but I'm not even that interested. Like, yeah, I'm not no, even curious. No. About it. I just don't care. I don't. Yeah. I also get in touch it. with us. Let us know if you'd like to be the stupid one in John and I's podcast yeah. about I true not. crime. <laughs> Ashley, story. I will 100 percent do a true crime podcast with you. But all mm-hmm. I only want to talk about. I don't want to talk about individual true crime. I just want to talk about weird true crime scenarios. Do you know what I'm saying? As in, like, okay, it's a knife fight. Who would win? No, can, that's stupid. You've ruined it. You've taken away what was a good that. idea. I don't no. like that podcast either. I don't like that no. podcast either. Let's just do a true crime podcast. Yeah, yeah okay. Let's, let's just stop trying to ruin stuff, John, with your bad brain. No. <laughs> Wait, John, were you talking? Do you mean like pitting like who would win in a knife fight, John Wayne Gacy or Robert Picton? kind of yeah. thing like a yeah, like a that greatest would be warrior the same thing. john wayne gacy would like go oh can i show you a magic trick let me tie your hands together ha <laughs> yeah. ha you're you're trapped and pectin would just be like oh i'm gonna feature to my pigs yeah that's exactly it they'd just be so weird and awkward i just want to be dirty um <laughs> actually did i did i tell you my uh my tangential connection to robert pectin no i also kill people and feed them to pigs um no it was uh uh, my mom's friend uh her prom was catered by the picton farm oh no oh no but they were putting people in that they were putting people did your mom eat people your mom ate people (gasps) my mom's friend did my mom's friend ate (laughs) pigs that ate people yeah yeah. no 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 not just pigs that ate people they were processing humans no what yes yes hands down they were processed because like loads of people got hepatitis and didn't know why. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I didn't know that. I thought they were just brick top. No, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, that's why they saw that uh, report about how you test tattoos on pigs first because it's similar flesh, and they went, "Let's follow yeah. through with that logic." Oh, that's yeah. that keyboard. Oh my god. Uh, yeah the uh, the fucking the Robert Picton case like. Is one of the many times where you're like, wow, RCMP. Like, yeah. are you guys like doing this on purpose? And they're like, I wouldn't say it's on purpose, but like, we are having a lot of fun making these mistakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they and they, did didn't, go, so didn't they go to his farm a few times? Yeah. And so also, there was. Many times. No, but there was a. He had this sort of like drinking club in his farm, like called the Pig Palace or something, mm-hmm. where a lot of like locals would drink. So you had a lot of like law enforcement and stuff where like hanging about there. Mm. irrespective of having a fucking fun time yeah. shagging sex workers and like drinking yeah. hey robert so, where's that girl from last week she retired i killed her <laughs> just kidding <laughs> they were <laughs> so yeah that's um, been a fun turn in this podcast that took it down a serial killer route yeah well normally we talk about shitting so you know yeah i mean I, if we anything, started it yeah we, we did. did and then you built on it and i like right. that right up I'm, the nose I am up for starting this serial killer podcast. First things first, you have to name it. But besides that, I am on board. Killer clones. Deal. Yeah, great. Look at that. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Well, I got news for you, Ashley. Here's the one thing that I like doing, evidently, is starting podcasts with people. So, boom, you're in. Yeah. 
John's in five podcasts right now. Also, the really good thing is, is we can be like quite like oh no we can laugh at this and then i can say it's fine because my grandmother was murdered so i'm allowed to laugh at stuff <laughs> oh shield defense guess who's out <laughs> goodbye chris ladies and gentlemen welcome to killer clowns first topic who are we doing now who are we doing now come on just throw out a topic let's get into it come on i don't know i feel really uncomfortable now you've put me on the spot all right. Let's oh, not do that. oh no! Yes, Meatballs has suggested stories about Johns. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. I do remember when I I didn't know if there were any famous Johns when I was a young kid, and I remember asking at the Carlingwood Library, "Are there any mm. famous people named John?" And the librarian went, "John Wayne Gacy." And then I went and looked that up. <laughs> <laughs> That's very fun. Mm, feels good. I mean, if no other reason, this guy, this has reminded me of a joke from um, the 2020 show I was never really able to do because of COVID that works so well with the 2021 hour of stand-up I'm trying to do. So if anything, what a rewarding stream. I've started the new podcast, Killer Clowns with Ashley Story, coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's the mm -hmm. logo for Killer Clowns, by the way. Uh, we can't see it. Oh, it's just. And I'm back. And so is Chris. And there's John. Of, what do you think of it? I think I'll do some photoshopping. I will I will you know you think you're make sure. Tim Curry? You think you think you're better than Tim Curry somehow, Ashley? Tim no, Curry. I just, don't, I just don't want to like I don't I'm in this situation when I'm very aware that you better be careful who you use within jokes because they might die soon. Um Is he I'm, not already dead? No, but he's not well. He's not well. Mm. I knew that. I knew he wasn't no. well, but and I don't want to, like, I made a joke about Phil Collins on the radio in a pre-record and they made me go back and re-record it in case he dies. What? Wow. Apparently he's not well. <laughs> but I'm not allowed to say I hate Phil Collins. <laughs> it wasn't I even a joke, it was just I hate Phil Collins. <laughs> I really hope he dies of a heart attack so his heart goes, ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. <laughs> That's terrible, how dare you. How, you. Um, who did you replace it with? Who did you decide to hate? Um, Pat O'Benton. Oh. Oh. Who? Who's that? Who's Patty Benton? Pat <laughs> Pato Benton Bant Benton Banton Pato Bent Banton. He sang a song called I can't even remember. It was a really bad fucking number two song that he sang in the nineties. Like Baby come back, baby come back. It was a hit song in the UK in the early nineties, but it was only I think it was a number two. Okay. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to say it right now, and I mean this so much. I mean this so fucking much. Will you all start listening to my serial, my true crime podcast with Ashley Story? Of course they will. It's called Killer Clowns. It will only be available on Pandora. <laughs> <laughs> will you join in our crusade? Who will be strongest and by we? <laughs> That's from Beauty and the Beast, right? Nope. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't trust that you know it's that. From, I feel it's like from rent. It's obviously from rent. <laughs> five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred killers. Yeah, that's ham. <laughs> I know my yeah. musicals, Ashley. I'm, it I is true. Yeah. I'm real good, Adam. Yeah, I'm Chris interested. So I'm going to be starting a podcast called Musically 
all about musicals. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I want to be a part of it. No one talks no. about Pippin enough. <laughs> War is a science. I mean, Pippin Oh, I just felt sick come up there. What part? <laughs> when I started singing War is a Science? War is a science. Um, I keep reading Patio Banton as in the, to the tune of Patio Lanterns. Oh, no, no, and no, it's no, 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 that everyone else has that problem now. No, 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 It can't just be me that has that. That song can fuck off, much like we're about to fuck off, because, yeah, we are. Um, yes. Actually, John, will you say hello to Mike Falzone for me? I absolutely would say hello to Mike Falzon for you. Would you? I'm going to ask him if you'd like to be a guest on Killer Clowns. Yay! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, freak out, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Ashley Story, do you have anything to plug? Um, if you want, you can listen to the Ashley Story Show every Friday night from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. on BBC Radio Scotland. Also available on the BBC Sounds app, so you can listen again. And you can tune in to me on twitch.tv forward slash Ashley Story or follow me on Twitter at Ashley Story, where there are lots of songs that I sang about Harry Potter while I was building Lego. That's how you fucking plug. That yeah, look at that was smooth. You had it all down. You didn't say that you hate Phil Collins. Nailed it. But um but um but um bum bum. Uh Chris, plugs. Uh, thank you so but. much to our podcast listeners for listening. Uh, please uh, 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 subscribe and rate and all that all that good stuff. We appreciate it. Um, I am mostly laying low. So uh, if you want to support the show on the Patreon, we appreciate our patrons. Uh, you guys are how we're able to keep doing this. Uh, and we're using some of the money to uh, uh, make some new alerts and things like that. We've got some exciting new things coming in. Uh, so please support us on the Patreon. Patreon. Uh, we're doing a gaming stream on Sunday if you want to come <gasps> play with us there. Um, that's going to be before our normal show. Uh, so come enjoy that. Uh, I mean, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, but if I'm honest, I don't really post anything. Uh, so it would help oh, me true. personally to have the numbers, but you will get nothing out of it. Um, Chris, it. can we yeah. just go over that beginning bit again? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Can you just like say about where people can subscribe to your podcast? Where do people listen to your podcast? If somebody's watching on Twitch just now and they're like, oh, I want to listen to this on my head, where, what platforms is it on? Basically all of them. That's a, so I, I, if somebody, if you're listening just now and you're on iTunes, make sure that you rate, make sure you re review. It helps with the analytics. It gets this beautiful podcast in a lot of people's ears and it'll help us launch Killer Clowns coming soon in 2022. God damn it. She's a fucking pro. Yeah, Steve Moody really nailed it. We finally yeah, have a finally professional. Have a professional. Yeah. Well, uh, I want to start plugging, but I also I fear the wrath of one Ashley story. I just uh, want you to let, do it good, John. I feel like you can, you've got you. it in you. I think I can do it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you like stand-up comedy, look no further than my Instagram at the John Hastings, where I'm posting Instagram stand-up comedy clips at least every morning, sometimes every morning and afternoon. Please keep supporting the Untitled Twitch stream by heading to our Patreon. That is patreon.com backslash Untitled Twitch or Untitled Twitch stream. I can't remember at this moment. And uh, it's untitled Twitch stream. Donate yeah. at any level. And if you like professional wrestling, head on over to my professional wrestling podcast. That is the Wrestler Review, available where all good podcasts are downloaded. And please make sure to rate and review and subscribe to both Untitled Twitch stream and Wrestler Review and the eventually launched Killer Clowns with Ashley Story. Podcasts. 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 Um, I uh, cannot wait for all of this to happen ladies and gentlemen uh, my final question is who shall we raid 
we've got uh, MZ is on and Robotron and then someone called Toasty, who I don't know, but apparently we follow. And uh, uh, Am I Gun is huge. And Paleontologizing. Ashley, who would you like us to raid? I think you should raid Robotron. Done. Deal. Uh, we are raiding Robotron. And now, ladies and gentlemen, everyone's favorite part of the show. We'll be back tomorrow. So, thus far, no stunt Ashley booked for tomorrow. It will just be Chris and I, but that may change. We will see. Will you be kissing? What? Will you be kissing each other? We already kissed for you on stream. Yeah, I know, but tomorrow, can we get some kissing? Just to entice the people to watch tomorrow. Will there be we kissing? Want- we will only kiss on the stream if you appear in the chat and tell us to kiss tomorrow. I will be here tomorrow asking you to kiss, and I look forward to that. <laughs> boys kissing, boys kissing, boys kissing, boys. Mm. Very All good. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great afternoon. I'm going to go get my COVID uh, vaccine booster. Woo. Suck my butt. Bye, guys. Ooh. Penis into her Some people call it having sex. So the man passes the sperm to the woman.